So, Crystal, tell me, this unlocked some more memories for you and your fiance. Is that right? Yeah, 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 yeah. To the point that I think that maybe we've seen more episodes of this Ewok cartoon than we previously thought. Wow. Mm. Okay. Yeah, so it, it happens. <laughs> so it's not bringing anything back for you, but she, this is like triggering all these deep, dark memories in her. It really is. Suppressed. Yeah. Like, wow. Yeah. Suppressed. <laughs> wow. Deep suppressed Ewok memories. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I just, but I, not to rag on the show, but it's kind of forgettable <laughs> as you get older. So True. I can totally, totally understand. Yeah, yeah, it really is, though. Yeah. So, like, yep. when, you know, when you're, when you get, you know, you haven't watched it in like 10 years, and then I force people to watch it with me because I'm on the podcast when you guys are just like, oh shit, I think I've seen this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I'm glad yeah. to be awakening these uh, deep seated memories for her. 100%. Yeah. Yes. She's, she's not happy about it, but I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Welcome to This Enduring Life, a Star Wars podcast from the Radio Meanwhile Network. My name is Steve Rudd. I'm Nick Gunning, and we're following the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi to the Ewok TV movies, the 80s cartoon, and beyond. Today, we are discussing Season 2, Episode 8. No A, no B. It's full length, baby. No bloody A. That's right. No bloody B. I like the Star Trek <laughs> just, reference. Just Season 2, Episode 8, The Season Scepter, with special guest, Crystal Storm. Welcome. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Love to be here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Love man. talking about Star Wars with you guys. It's the best. Yeah. 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 How lucky. Yeah, totally. What the the luck of the draw that we picked an episode <laughs> that had a sequel. I'm so excited. You know, I feel blessed. Really, yeah. You should. Is, you should. Is what, yeah. All yeah, the crazy yeah, yeah. things that are happening in season two of this show, and they do the Leaf Queen episode, and they're like, you know what? We need more of her. Let's bring her back. Yeah. She Let's hit bring it. her back. Let's do it again. Yeah. I feel like she definitely gave more or better advice than the last time I was hanging True. out with the Leaf Queen. <laughs> True. So, yeah. 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 She was, a, she was a much oh more, gosh. she had more of an ethereal kind of vibe where last time she was just like, yeah, whatever you want. Get out of here. You're fine. You know, uh -huh, she's uh -huh. turning yeah. people into leaves or whatever. Um, <laughs> right, right off the top. I have to say, I felt the length in this one, you guys. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I, yeah. I, I'm not sure as much as I felt it in, uh, in some of the the 11 minute episodes. Right, you're saying, well, I gotta be honest. I but, mean, uh, this one yeah. was 26 minutes, I yeah. think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, the first Leaf Queen were in, in and out. It's 11 minutes. This one was 26, yeah. but it just it wasn't one of those episodes where they use the extra space. There was a lot of like, oh, I guess we better go over there, and then they go over there, and we watch them yeah. do it. And then we saw stuff way longer than we should exactly. have. Exactly. I think that's each scene was drawn. It felt drawn out. It did. It really so. did. All right. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Let me tell you about this yeah, episode. So, okay. Episode was written by Bob Carew, who also wrote the wish plant. So he's the one who created the leaf queen and he's back for more. Oh boy. Yeah. Directed <laughs> by Dale Scott originally aired November 1st, 1986 and released on VHS as part of the compilation. Ewok six. Battle for the Planet Endor. Mm. I've got a featured cast member for you today. Crystal, in season two, they don't delineate who is doing what. So we never know. It's always a guess. So I'm just going to tell you guys that Bob Sarlett joined the cast in uh, season two here. Uh, his role's not specific, but he is credited in all season two episodes. So we'll just assume 
let's say he's the Sun King this time. How about that? Sure. Yeah. Prove me wrong. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I can. No, I know you can't. He'd done voice work on shows like The Smurfs, The New Scooby-Doo Mysteries, and he appeared as the waiter in Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. Oh. So there you go. Which was also in, also in 1986. Yeah, I think it's that scene where Kirk and the marine biologists are having the pizza, and he's like, no, I'm from Iowa. Oh, I only yeah. work in outer space. You know, I only work in outer space. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yep. All right, Steve, what is this double long episode about? Hit us with an uber detailed oh. synopsis. Uber detailed. <laughs> Let's go. Plotnopsis <laughs> of oh, season my. two, episode eight, the season scepter. Nisa and Latara sun themselves on the beach of a small lake, wishing the summer season would never change. It's peaceful, that is, until Wicket comes swinging in and splashes them. Tebow notices Latara is wet and attempts to dry her off using a wind spell. The spell works until it doesn't. The wind quickly turns to snow and covers everyone and everything. Unknown to the Ewoks, the seasons changed because Odra, the Duchess of Sleet, and the Snow King stole the season scepter and froze Endor. Uh. The Sun King wavers in his evil decision slightly, but is coerced by Odra, reminding him it's part of the plan to steal the Sun Star from the Ewoks. Hmm. Back at the Ewok village, the Ewoks are convinced the snow is all Tebow's fault and go find Logre for help. In Logre's hut, the Sun Star begins to glow and a message from the Leaf Queen appears and desperately beckons Logre to the Sun King's palace. After Latara jokingly says a leaf would probably take them there, a leaf appears to take them there. <laughs> Nisa is reluctant as the Queen requested Logre and not the group of young Ewoks. Imagine her surprise. Yeah. Wicket insists because Logre isn't around and they should go because they, they can handle it, of course. After they leave, after they leave, Chief Chirpa visits the hut and secures the glowing sun star. As the young Ewoks fly, they're able to see all the damage the snow has done, and Tebow feels horrible. He still thinks it's his fault. Mm -hmm. Odra and the Snow King suspect that Wicket and his friends have the sun star, so they send out some ice heads, the henchmen, to apprehend them before they can get to the Sun King, the Snow King's brother. On the way, Tebow tries to undo the snow spell, but almost manages to destroy the leaf they are riding on. Before they reach the Sun Palace, the Ice Heads attack the Ewoks. In the ensuing fight, Nisa falls off the leaf and gets separated from the group. Eventually, the leaf crashes. Wicket, Tebow, and Latara try to rescue Nisa, but the Ice Heads create an avalanche that carries them away, but conveniently right to the Sun King's palace. The Ewoks meet the Leaf Queen and her brother, the Sun Queen, and her sister, the Flower Queen. After admitting his mistake, Tebow is delighted to hear that the snow is actually the fault of the Snow King. The Leaf Queen reveals that the Snow King has fallen in love with Audra, though she has tricked him and has frozen his heart, leaving him selfish and mean. Together, they stole the season scepter, which causes the seasons to change. The Sun King tells his pretty rad tale of Gnarly how some ice heads. Tell you, Sun King tells pretty rad tale how some ice heads totally like stole scepter, bro, and it's been snowing ever since. 
Only the Sun Star, <laughs> only the Sun Star can melt the Snow King's heart. I actually plan to read that like that. Th- thank you for reminding. Perfect, me. perfect. <laughs> Everyone is stunned when the Ewoks admit they don't have it. They must find Logray. Back at the village, Cherpa finally discovers Logray nearly frozen in the snow. Seriously, he's like Jack Nicholson at the end of The Shining in this. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he, is. Yeah, he totally he is. He really it. is. <laughs> Meanwhile, the young e- Ewoks take the flying leaf to the snow palace. Donning snow disguises, Wicket, Tebow, and Latara infiltrate the forest. Kind of in a very clever way that's been done before. Yeah. Which is an interesting yep, yep. way to do it. They discover Nisa being questioned by the Snow King, and when he finds out she doesn't have the Sun Star, he freezes her into an ice cube. The Ewoks quickly devise a plan to steal the season scepter from the Snow King. The plan to fool the Sun King into dropping the scepter when grabbing an ice stick nearly works until Tebow botches it, grabbing the hockey stick accidentally instead of the scepter. The Ewoks split up, trying not to get caught, or become frozen solid. Latara unfortunately gets stuck in a tiny icicle cage. Wicket pushes their ice stick car into the Snow King, and he gets stuck on it. As he rolls away, Tebow snags the scepter from his hand. With it in his hand, Tebow accidentally begins to cast all sorts of spells, not being able to get the season right. They point the scepter at Aldra, and the Snow King's heart melt back to normal. Aldra's whole body melts into a tiny version of herself. She runs off mad and defeated. After seeing the awful mistake he's made, the Snow King reverses the season on Endor, melting all the snow and returning the planet back to the summer season. Logray, Chirpa, the Leaf Queen, the Sun Queen, King, sorry, (laughs) and Flower Queen all arrive as soon as the planet is restored. Chirpa is impressed by the young one's bravery, and Wicked, of course, asks for a trophy for his belt of honor. The king gives him a hockey stick. <laughs> From the back of the room, Latara clears her throat, reminding everyone she's still stuck in her icicle cage. Wicked jokes to Chirpa that there is still someone he can rescue after all. They all <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Roll credits. What a Hanna-Barbera ending that is right there. <laughs> That's like the film. Oh, look, film. there's somebody uh... you can save. How insulting is that, though? Just be like, yeah, oh, look. Really yeah, it is. Care Bear moment in there, too. That was... <laughs> yes. Oh, that's yeah. so true. Kind of blended a lot. Right away, I was struck by all of the Wizard of Oz references. Did you guys catch that? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of a that? few. Yeah, there were, weren't there? There were. Well, I, I mean, now that you said it, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, there was. Yeah. 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 Well, like right from the very beginning, they, they have the thing where they're sunning themselves and the umbrella they're under is like alive. Like it gets splashed and turns into, mm-hmm. you know, like an umbrella creature. That's very much like the Wizard of Oz books. But then you have like, when the Leaf Queen is in the Sun Star and she's like, oh, help me, Hanium, Hanium, you know. Yeah, that very was very much Ozzy. like that. Yeah. And there were a, lots of things throughout, oh, but like the... Yo. Yes, when they infiltrated the base. That's what it That's was. It. That's what I was referring That's to. It. I was like, I was like, wait a minute, what is this from? What is yeah. this from? Yeah. I'm trying to think it finally dawned on me. It was Wizard of Oz, yeah. I was doing the same thing. I was like, is that, it's not Willy Wonka. What is that? What yeah. is that? <laughs> One yeah. of the Willy Wonka is definitely like a that, that, yeah I would have thought yeah. that too. Well, and that pretty much clinches it because that's a direct homage to the Wizard of Oz. So I mean, all the yeah. other ones have to be as well. This happened a few episodes back. One that Hillary was on with us called "Gone with the Mimps," which was not a play on "Gone with the Wind" as you might have expected. But it was a play on Gulliver's wow. Travels. So yes, yep. Wow. Yeah, I don't. We I don't know. We're not sure. We're not okay. sure why. 
But yeah, yeah. that's the thing that happened. Okay. Uh, I liked <laughs> in the very beginning, we have our establishing shot of the animal and it was like a bullfrog type thing. Went to mm-hmm. catch a butterfly, but the butterfly ate the frog. I like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're getting clever with those. I didn't love this episode. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. But I sort of feel like the the more like mystical elements, this whole that there's these, you know, the Sun King and the Snow King and all that stuff, all this stuff going on kind of plays into the version of the Ewoks we see in the movies. And I mm-hmm. feel like had they been consistent with that, that, that yeah, this, there's like mystical stuff going on with the Ewoks all the time. I feel like that could have made for a fun show, but for it being kind of just this episode is a little jarring. Even though we've seen the Leaf yeah. Queen before, it's like this whole concept that the climate of Endor is dictated by different, like, summer right. and winter yeah. you know, seasonal gods, gods I guess. Is, yeah, yeah, it's not, it's definitely not a Star Wars thing. That's definitely a, we're just doing some stuff in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's getting a little strange that there are so many. Th- like, I always go back to that episode where they had to save the planet. Yeah. Right. And it was just like, that's all on the Ewoks. Like, surely the seasons, wouldn't they intervene on something that's like right. planet killing? Yeah. Like, if the, you know, yeah. so it's just like, like the Ewoks got it. Just let the little teddy bears. <laughs> they got that. Like the lowest tier person. Right. Right. Like, I don't get why they keep building. I guess because kids can't remember all that stuff because we're kind of looking at it from a bigger picture going like, what is with like the deities and and powers yeah. and mysticism on this planet? Like no one can get along and like, yeah, they just like pass the scepter along like willy nilly. Yeah. Meanwhile, the planet almost died. Where were they? Right, right. <laughs> there would have been no more seasons. So yeah, I just you know I don't know. That's that's me just being picky. <laughs> mm-hmm. But Crystal, I definitely get the Care Bear vibe too. That it it yeah. was reminiscent of one yeah. of the like eighties Care Bear movies where there was the whole like one hundred percent. Yeah, I yeah. love the Care Bears, but literally at the end when they were like unfroze his heart, even the artwork looked very Care Bear to me. I'm just, yes, it did. And I don't know. Yeah, this, this is like the second time now, and you guys have been watching Ewoks from start to finish, so you have to tell me. It feels like from the Leaf Queen episode that I watched, and then the one that I just watched, is that this show has no idea what it wants to be. Amen. Like it, yeah, it just pulls from like so many different things <sighs> each episode. And we might be judging this too hardly, too harshly because like I'm sure kids like could care less. They love it. You know, they're like there's a bunch of cute little teddy bears running around, there's magic, there's this that and the other. But like as Star Wars fans, we're looking at this and you're just like what yeah. planet am I on? What yeah. universe am I in? What story are you telling? Mm-hmm. I'm just curious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there is no overarching metaphor to this show. No, no, no. That, no. That's what yeah. It, it, it's. Yeah. Yeah. OK. I mean, you know, it's like they just have a drawer full of scripts from like all of the various 80s cartoons and they yeah. just pull right. one out and do a find and replace. All right. This is Ewoks now. <laughs> Toss it in. Love it. For all Love the consistency. It. Yeah. That there is. That's exactly what it feels like. And it's funny it's a, that. Yeah. You've, that Crystal was able to, that you were able to figure that out just by watching two episodes that yeah. actually connected. And you're like, yeah, the show has nothing, has no idea what it wants. Like, right, but it just does. <laughs> it just does it. It just like, there's just always like so many threats. I mean, the one thing that I can say about this one that I thought like from a child's perspective, like maybe the lesson felt a little bit better to me like the last leaf queen episode it was just like what are you teaching children mm-hmm. like i don't understand mm-hmm. what this one yeah. at least this one was kind of like 
Although I guess it's more adult because to me, the lesson I got from it was, well, you know what? Sometimes you just shouldn't date the crazy lady. Yeah. And I feel like adults yeah. should know that. You don't let your friends date crazy. That's so, right. <laughs> you got to watch out. What the five-year-old's going to take from that. But yeah. at least there felt like there was something here. Yeah. Uh, you know, that wasn't like. You know, de- you know, some kid wouldn't be like, yeah, I let my friend cry because, you know, I saw it on the Ewoks. Mm-hmm. You let your friend cry. And then I gave her a plan so she could cry into the plan. So it grew. I don't know. like. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That episode made you so mad. It's uh, <laughs> it did. It it's did. so funny. It's so funny to listen to. But, you know, the wild thing is both of these episodes in the same season of the same show written by the same author. And, yes, the Leaf Queen is in both and they're both Ewok stories. But they are so completely different as far yes. as like scale yes. and oh, like yes. what's going on. Like I didn't get any sort of impression last time that the Leaf Queen was like this powerful, was like had this weird little like because she had her sister, like the the flower, flower. queen yeah. Yeah. or whatever. Which it's like I guess this that's... whole like council of like nature gods. Yes. She felt like in the last one, she felt... I don't want to say antagonistic, but she felt like that person that you don't really call. Yeah. Almost like, almost kind of like, I guess, kind of like Fae-like. Like, you don't really want to make a deal with the Leaf Queen. Yeah. But in this one, yeah, she yeah. felt like, like, so nice. And like, here I am with my, like, Council of Gods. Yeah. And I'm so glad you're here. And here's yeah. this Leaf to come you just meet you around up. a wooden table. Right. Like, there's it literally was nothing like, epic about it. Oh, it was like somebody's, random. like, fishing cabin or something. It was like bizarre. <laughs> inside oh, that's what it looks it's like it's just so wild to me that in this <laughs> in this show in one episode they establish the fact that there's this quadrangle of of season gods controlling endor we never talked about it before this and we will never talk about it again you know yeah, but it's like i don't know it feels like it should have meaning or impact and it just doesn't i think it's because like we st- said at the very beginning i think I think this episode could have been 11 or 12 minutes. Yeah, it could have. I think they could have cut a lot out. Yes. And and it would have still made sense. And I think the tempo Mm -hmm. would have just been a whole lot better. You know, like, oh, man, yeah, they need to go get it. So go get it. Instead of, like, all the stuff that happened in between. I know. Like, the section where they're on the giant floating leaf that the Leaf Queen sends, which, you know, that's a new power. When that happens and, like... Nisa falls. Is it Nisa who falls off? Nisa. Yeah. Nisa falls off. Nisa, yeah. Nisa she gets, falls. She gets kidnapped, right? Yeah, yeah. She gets kidnapped, yeah. and then like they land, and they're like, "Where is she?" And then they see her from afar, and they're like, "Oh, we have to go there." Like all of that stuff. Yeah. That was like all that could have been an email, you know. But instead, we have like an extra. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> could have been an email. Like Ten it. minutes. <laughs> you know. Yeah, it, it wasted a lot of time, that. and it didn't progress the story at all. No. Why you know? was it twenty six? Was this like a season finale thing? No. Is that why it needed to be so no, long? I don't. I really don't know. Like season two is, I, I think it's like thirteen episodes, and I think like ten of them are mm. the split, and there's two, maybe three that are the full length, twenty four minute ones. Yeah. And the other ones that we did felt like they were maybe holdovers from the earlier stuff where they were doing full length, and it worked okay. This mm-hmm. one to me feels the opposite, though. This feels like an eleven-minute episode that got stretched out, and I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know why. Were they short on a script? I don't know. Weird. Okay. Well, I don't know. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes you wonder if it was supposed to be like would it would the episode have been better if it was right after the other Leaf Queen one? I don't know. Better. I feel like that would have been very well. I know you guys must be used to this because I feel like to me that would have been very jarring because of yeah. how different in 
like tone that oh, he yeah. is. That makes sense. But maybe it would have worked. I don't know. I almost feel like the gap is a little bit better because you have time to actually like forget about her. I think so too. And then too. she comes back in and now you're like kind of like just reintroduced. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, the leaf queen. Oh yeah, she's so nice. We've had a couple episodes now where we did kind of a like a drive-by of some of the past guests. And we did that in this episode when the snow was sticking and they're like, Oh, look what happened to the Mimps village and look at this. Like we saw a oh, couple yeah. of yep. we saw a couple of species that were prominent in other episodes, and here they just got a quick like as part of a montage, which you know, I appreciate. I like that's that's kind of making it seem like it's a cohesive world, but I just can't get over the fact that in this season it feels like there are four Ewoks on all of Endor, and that's it. Yes. <laughs> it's so strange. <laughs> and everything is so much closer than we really yeah. think. Right, Like, right. You know, they take their gliders out, and it's just like, they're on their gliders for five minutes, and they're like, <laughs> at the evil lair, and it's just like, really? Like, yeah. You wouldn't Do you have guys taken ever care see, like, an Ewok village? And any? Do you ever see, like, any more Ewoks, or do you ah. only ever see... I'm just curious. Not in season two. Not really. We've been complaining wow. about that. Yeah. That's wild. They don't show the village. In season one, we had village stuff and we had a lot of, it was just, you know, when they were in the, when the tree forts and stuff, there were just sort of like people in the background and, you mm-hmm. know, there were crowd scenes when there were festivals and stuff. And now they just don't do that anymore. Wow. Yeah. It's weird, but you it know, it's weird to not inc- here we incorporate are. the very main characters. Yeah. Homestead. We'll see a hut. Like, it might be like, oh, back at Logray's hut or back at Wicket's hut. But then that's it. There's no, like, wide shots of, like, yeah. like where's the town square the... or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's that that we've actually expressed disappointment in that mm-hmm. fact that it's there's just no more. There's no more village stuff. For sure. Yeah. So. That's wild. Let's talk about some good. So, Crystal, yeah. we're going to do our Ichiwawa moment. So tell me, Crystal, what was your favorite moment of this episode? What was the thing that you were like, okay, all right. I laughed a lot when the, uh, the uh, <laughs> it's just family-friendly so because for some reason I wanted to call her like the Duchess of Slut, and that's not right. It's Sleet. <laughs> but my brain literally just auto-corrected that, and I'm like, well, actually, that's right. I applaud her yeah. considering what she was trying to do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when she shrunk down and was just running around angry yelling, yeah. Oh my but god! But she like crazy. lost. She lost the big like headdress yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, the little the snow henchmen that oh, were uh, what were they ice sticks or something that were yeah. like sliding around on their heads. They were great. The fact that they made the Sun King like a dude, bro. I don't like <laughs> or a surfer dude or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yes. Was, yeah, like it was. Yeah, those. Yeah, like, there, were, there were definitely a lot of moments where you could just giggle and be silly, and yeah, that, that was fun. True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are all solid. What what about you, Steve? Where where's what's your chihuahua? Mine was definitely the Sun King's voice. <laughs> Just this whole like, yeah, man, they like totally stole it. Let me tell yeah. you this story. They really man. they, they really like, leaned totally in. Did. He's got like the Hawaiian shirt. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good. And I think the fact that like you know what? Okay, the Odra melting and running away reminded I just reminded myself of what that reminded me of. I reminded myself of the reminder. It's okay. um uh, what's the movie? Oh, Little Mermaid. When Ursula, right, like, turns into yeah. like a little worm and then runs off. Like Ey. she had Ursula. Totally vibes. like that. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I don't know which one was first, but uh, oh, this is this is earlier than Little Mermaid. Yeah, 100%. right. Because this is eighty nine. Yeah. yeah. Eighty six. Yeah. This is eighty six. Yeah. Eighty six. So they totally yeah. stole that. Yeah, they totally <laughs> Disney stole it. Um, but the whole her like ah melting like getting hit with the water and stuff also feels very Wizard of Ozzy. 
Yes. So, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. That's you know. weird. But yeah, that was definitely a homage to The Wizard of Oz. 100%. It was for sure. Yep. That was my Ichiwawa. I just thought that was so great. The Sun King. Mm-hmm. And then I thought it was funny, too, when like Tebow was like, got it and grabbed the hockey stick, which was clearly mm-hmm. a hockey stick. Yeah. You know, and uh, I thought that was just really funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what about you? You know, Crystal said it, but it's uh, it's the ice heads. I just thought their whole thing was cool. Like when they skate up the first time and you realize they're skating on their heads and they like flip up. There was actually something kind of successfully spooky about that. Like just the imagery was kind of like, OK, that's weird. It reminded me again of an Oz thing. Uh, it reminded me of the, of the wheelies in Return to Oz. Do you remember those guys? Mm-hmm. Oh, I've never seen that. Oh my gosh, that's nightmare fuel to the extreme. Yeah. But well, even oh, yeah. more than the flying monkeys, man. Yes, yes. Oh, you've seen you've 100%. seen Return to Oz, right, Crystal? Yes, one hundred percent. Oh yep. my gosh, that yeah, movie is that oh, the new gosh. one? No, it's new it's, one? it's from the eighties. It's about no, from this time. But yeah. it was, oh, I've never uh, seen it. Ooh. Really? Yeah. yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Do yourself a favor, and you. Won't oh sleep yeah, I want to definitely. But... Yeah, it's uh, weird. <laughs> The wheelies are like the henchmen of Mombi, who's like the villain of that. And they they have like wheels for hands. Oh yeah. And so they roll kind of like on all fours, but they're they lead by their by their wheel hands. And it, it so it reminded me of that. But I thought that it was actually pretty cool. Like like I liked that. I liked their design and I liked the upside down head things. I just thought it was unusual. So I, I have to give it to that. It is creative. I don't know if this is easy or hard to pick a least favorite part because there's a lot of bad. But Crystal, if you had to pick a least favorite, the one where you were like, oh, Kavark, what is it? Um, and this is probably what you guys are going to say, but I'm going to say literally that kind of whole middle part. That like if we I mean, I feel like this episode literally could have been you get the message that you got to come and get your orders. You get your orders. You go there. You do the mission. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even like, I mean, on your way there, if you really needed one of the Ewoks to get kidnapped, I feel like that could have happened like as soon as you arrived. It could yeah. happen like in the. There were just so many ways to do that. So you literally, this could have been just 11 minutes and you could have saved that money and like made more Ewoks. Yep. <laughs> you know? So the world yeah. felt a little bit bigger. Yep. Yeah. That would have been nice. Mine's the same. Everything, it, mine was just everything on the leaf. Everything on the leaf felt like the car scenes in the original Sharknado. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, oh, like nothing's happening. And we have to see this incredibly awkward dialogue and just yeah. nothing's happening. And that's like, yeah, like they were fighting and battling. But it was just like everything that was actually going on really had to do with like the ice heads and what they were doing. Yeah. And then it would like flash to them just on the leaf like, what? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, all right, you're killing me now. Stop. <laughs> I, I'm I'm right with you on that. I'm right with you on that. Mine was specifically when Tebow was trying to fix the spell and cast another one that, for whatever reason, ripped the leaf in half. Like, what, yeah, what what is that spell? Like, what would that spell <laughs> ever be? Like, it doesn't make any sense. Why did you? And cast it was that? just filler. Like, it was just filler, a hundred percent. And I was like, all right, this is stupid. Next, next. Yeah, yeah. That was. They felt like a lot of filler in this. Yeah, I mean, they might as well have just made an eleven-minute filler episode. Yeah, yeah. It's funny too. It's funny that it feels like a filler episode because really there is a lot going on, but like none of the time is really spent developing anything. Like we had the, because I mean you have to have all four seasons, so we have the lady who yeah. has like the tulip head, but like we don't get anything with her. You know, like, it would have been nice to like flesh the episode out a little bit instead of just like all right and more and more. So. I don't know. Yeah. I'm struggling to rate this one because there are things 
that I liked about it. Like I said, I kind of liked, even though it, it was a weird tone shift, I kind of liked the more mystical elements. I liked the, like, look, we have season gods. Like, I do like that in a vacuum. I just don't like it as part of, like, this one episode this one time. Yeah. You know? That makes sense. Like, they had a great idea, but just really didn't. They, yeah. they, they just introduced them in a really, really weird way, yeah. I think. Yeah. Rather than starting with it, because you're kind of like, oh, oh, okay, there's a flower queen, too. Like, we're... Yeah. You know, like, that wasn't no. established ever. No. <laughs> until she was it, just at the table, you know? Yeah, she was just there. She was just, like, having brunch with her sister. I <laughs> feel like if, if they would have... And I know, like, the arcs weren't really a thing at this time, but, like, they could have kind of set up Ewoks versus these season gods as kind of, like the new villain of the, of the series, you know, because the first season we had, we had Morag and we had a more like evil do kind of thing. And if the second season was like, let's really get into like, you know, Endor, like the stuff going on in Endor and made these guys like kind of recurring villains for the seasons, you know, like a Gargamel or something like that. Like, I think that could have worked. It just yeah doesn't, doesn't super work as a one-off. So I guess maybe I'll say three, three out of five. I was going to give it a three. It, we're I don't gonna, know. We're giving it, I'm giving it a three just because it, I think it was a f- fairly effective filler episode that could have been 12 minutes, 11 or 12, but we, we still don't know what the sun star does and what the significance of it is, right? That's true. Like, literally, <laughs> yeah. the sun god or the ice king and the sun king, and you know, everyone's like, you know, they all want Aldra wants to get the Sun Star, and it's just right. like sitting in a box, yeah, in an Ewok hut. Like, right? What the heck is this thing? And they and they know that the Ewoks have it. They know the Ewoks yeah. have it because this whole thing is like set up to trick the Ewoks into like basically they're flushing out the Sunstone or yeah. the Sun Star, whatever it is. Sun Star. So yeah. like, if you have the power to control the climate of an entire forest moon, like. You probably could roll into Low Grace Hut and just take it. I would just take guess. it. Yeah, I would yeah. guess. But what are you, you going to do? What about you, Crystal? How do you rate this bet? And keep in mind, it's a sliding scale because these are all bad. So. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? I got to rate this one probably like a 3.5. Okay. Okay. And definitely higher than the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 You know what? It's just it's so interesting because I watched this. And then you see what Disney is doing right now. And I would love if Disney took another shot at something animated like this for kids. Yeah. I mean, because I, it almost feels like that these, like, it almost feels like the people who wrote these scripts, I mean, no offense to them at all, but it almost feels like they had never written a kid show in their life. I or think that's true. Yeah. they weren't we, Star we agree. Wars fans at all, or maybe mm-hmm. like both. And listen, we can rag on Disney for a lot of things, but Disney knows how to entertain kids. Yeah, and they've true. got yeah. Star Wars, so I feel like there's an opportunity for like some magic to happen. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, so. that would be fun. I, I would, I would love to have a reboot. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're doing all the live action stuff. Wouldn't it be fun to have like a live action reboot? Yeah. Oh, a live action! I'd go, oh, wow. I'd go animation. I wouldn't go live action. You would yeah. go animation. Yeah. Okay, I definitely, <laughs> I'd definitely go animation. Yeah. The same animation as like the Clone Wars. That would be good, right? That that yeah, animation. yeah. That's like uh, what they did with uh, Tales of the Jedi. Je- that yeah. was all animated. You could do yeah. it. In that oh style. yeah, True. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you know, like Disney is is creeping a little bit more into the younger younger grade output with things like Spidey and his amazing friends and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing that with the yes. Marvel properties, right. and they haven't really done anything with that for outside of like 
you know, like yeah. YouTube kind of stuff that they do. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't yeah. really had like this is a Star Wars series for like eight to ten year olds. Like, right. we don't really we don't really have that. So yeah, yeah. Which is bizarre yeah. too because YouTube stuff. Like, I don't let my kids watch YouTube, so they're never gonna they're never gonna watch that Star Wars. Yeah. stuff. So it was like a yeah. really weird like they put stuff out there for like toddlers, but it's YouTube. Yeah, like they're, they're yeah. not going to watch it, you know, unless it's their parents and, show it to them. And Disney Plus has like they have lots of shorts on there. So I don't know why. Yeah, probably it's probably yeah. some licensing thing. Who knows? Probably. Yeah, yeah. they'll figure it out. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Well, Crystal, <laughs> what's up with you these days? What's going on with the Tales of the Forgotten Network? When when are we getting more Star Wars Legacy? What's what's going on in your life? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, legacy's fun, done. So no more legacy. So no more. Okay. There's going to no more legacy. No, but I am, uh, I'm finishing up, uh, writing scripts. So we've got one show that's just about completed. We got done doing all the voice acting for it. So now we're editing. Yep. Uh, it's short. It's like two episodes. We're working on a three episode, Then I've got another three episode one after that. And okay. And after that, we're turning my Sonarchy series into an audio drama. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's Ooh, already written. There you go. All I got to do is convert it into like, you know, script format. Yeah. Dialogue, and that'll sure. give us t- Yeah. And that'll just give us time to write more stuff. So we're current. We're in production. Basically, we're, we're okay. writing a lot of stuff and working behind the scenes. So I am. I have a date in mind, but I don't want to say anything because I want to jinx it because life. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> life has been challenging as hell the last yeah, couple agreed. of months. So, agreed. Um, I'm trying to just, you know, breathe and, and take it as slow, but it's on it the way. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. On the way. Well, if, yes. if people want to, people want to stay up to date and find out like when stuff's dropping and all that, what's the best place for them to, to get updates on your stuff? Yeah. The best way is really to join our discord. Um, okay. and I'll give you guys a link to put in the show notes. Um, sure. or you yep. can follow us on Twitter until it dies. LOL. <laughs> uh, so we are we're on Twitter at, at Tales Network. Yeah, but really Discord is, is gonna be the best way. And okay. we drop a I mean the voice actors are in Discord, you guys are in the Discord. Um there's a lot so, of people you know, in the Discord. Yep. Yeah, we hang out with the fans and the voice actors, and I drop like script teasers and stuff like that. So it's it's just fun. So that's really okay. the best place to catch us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We will uh yeah, we'll drop the link if people want to join up and it's always a good time. So yeah. No more, no more Leaf Queen content for us to drag you back in, Crystal. But we'll, we'll come I'm up. Sad. We'll come up with something. Oh we'll yeah, yeah. Something. We can always a good excuse. Listen, I will come talk about Star Wars with you guys anytime. I love it. Okay, there All right. you go. All right. Yeah. Well, again, this, it's a contract. You've said it, and it's recorded, it's and, and we, done. Yep. Done. we are both witnesses, so it's going to happen. <laughs> I'll, Crystal that's it. I'll, is the best witness. Her, I'll sign it. <laughs> I'm, I'm really, I'm really down for any excuse to just like talk with you. So you know. We'll, yeah, we'll, listen, we, we'll we can talk about why isn't Disney marketing Star Wars better? What are they doing? Good question. Yeah, I mean, we can. Good question. You know, yeah, we can. Whatever. Okay. I'm always down. All right. Well, thanks for returning to Endor with us, Crystal. Yeah, thanks for having me. Next time, Steve and I will continue on. You, you're welcome to watch the episode if you want, but no pressure. No pressure. Uh, we're going to be talking about season two, episode 9B, Baga's Rival. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. Happy New Year, Merry Christmas, Happy, Happy New Holidays. Year. That's right. Happy or yeah. Merry or whatever. Happy Life That's Day, whatever. as we said last time. So, <laughs> That's yeah. it. All right. That's it. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us again, uh, Crystal. We always love having you on the show. Absolutely, I love being here. Thank you so much, you guys. All right. Bye. Take your towel, Steve. I will. <laughs> This Endorian Life was brought to you by the Radio Meanwhile Network. Other shows on the network include 90s Music Got Me Like, previously on X-Men, and 9021 Here We Go! 
Share your thoughts on this and upcoming episodes by following us on Facebook or Twitter at Endorian Life. And please rate, subscribe, and share the show wherever you get your podcasts. We did it.